From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome back to the Anxiety Project podcast. This episode is number 125 and I am Brad Robinson. This week, it is all about failure and why failure is necessary for self-development. Make sure you tune in because this is going to be a powerful episode. Before I get into that, I want to talk about last week's powerful episode number 124 on a powerful morning routine that will set you up for success. And Tasmin Levaz writes a comment saying, the more I prep for my day, the less anxiety I have. Thanks, Brad, for sharing your routine. Well, thank you, Tasmin, for leaving a comment and sharing your, your journey. Sunrise says, I love that name, by the way, I find when I meditate first thing is that I notice and push away those negative thoughts that would otherwise cause my anxiety to snowball. That's an awesome way to put it. Thank you, Sunrise, for your comment. Yeah, keep on meditating because meditation is one of my favorite things to do and it's really powerful for those negative thoughts. Uh, Rosa Vangel says, your podcast helps me to stay on course. Well, I'm grateful for that, Rosa. Thank you. Uh, She says, thank you for your weekly uploads. I'm thinking of signing up for coaching and I need someone to hold me accountable for not reaching weekly goals. Talk soon. Well, first of all, a lot of people who do sign up for coaching, they want that person to hold them accountable like myself, that ideal, right? And that's what I do in my coaching sessions. We set weekly goals. I I help my clients set weekly goals. And when you reach those goals, you realize you could do more than what you thought you could do. And it's really powerful. And not only that, but you should also hold your own self accountable by looking in the mirror and say, did I do all that I could do today? You know, David Goggins puts it nicely in his book, Can't Hurt Me. He says that he looks into the accountability mirror, right? Because you can't hide from the truth, right? If you're not living up to the person that you could be, if you're not if you're engaging in habits that you know to be wrong or saying things you know to be wrong and you look at yourself in the mirror, the truth will come out, right? That inner voice, your inner conscious will come out. But it's also important to have that ideal and that's one of the positives of the one-on-one coaching. If you're interested, go to unpluganxiety.com and under one-on-one coaching, you can check out the details and what I include in the coaching packages. So I'll talk with you soon, Rosa. Thank you for your comment. So let's get into this episode about failure and why failure is necessary and why you will experience failure on this recovery journey. I want to start this podcast off with a quote from Jordan Peterson. 
He says, it's better to do something badly than not to do it at all. I love that quote. We all stop or avoid something because of that fear of failure. And I used to do that for decades. I would avoid things that made me feel uncomfortable, right? One of the biggest mistakes you can do is to raise the bar too high. You see that person who is successful, maybe who is spiritually awakened that you find to be attractive, but it seems too unattainable. And you think, I want that, but how the heck am I ever going to get to where they are? If you compare yourself to the person you were yesterday, then you can set the bar at a reasonable height and you can take a step in the right direction that you can manage, right? You see the outer, you see the outer layer of the onion of someone else's life, but we yet see the inner onion, the, the inner sufferings that they had to endure to get to the success they are at today. And so I want to talk about the beginning of my recovery. And at the beginning, improving myself gradually meant I had to step outside of what I already knew into unexplored territory. That unexplored territory is anxiety and how to reduce anxiety, what I was doing. So I had to look inwards on myself and I had to start from square one, square one. Heck, I even remember learning about proper ways of breathing and posture. And I thought to myself, I have to relearn posture. I have to relearn breathing. It seems like, it seems silly the more you think about it. But I had to because everything that I was doing every day was contributing more and more to my anxiety. And I had to relearn proper ways of breathing. I had to relearn proper posture and and recognizing what I was saying, not only in my mind, but out loud every day, that was making me feel weak. So when you start from square one, and you start something new, your anxiety response activates because you are in that unfamiliar territory. You are outside of the space you already know. For example, when you start a new job, what happens when you start a new job? Well, you have to learn all the equipment. You're going to ask your coworkers a hundred times that day how to do things, and you're going to get a lot of negative thoughts that 
make you stressed out of your mind, right? What if I'm not doing this properly? I, I feel bad constantly asking for help. And your anxiety response is going to be active because you're doing something new, right? And that's the growing pains of the job. And those pains include failing, being a fool. You have to be a fool. And being a fool in that unknown territory is always the case. But the more you continue to work at that job, the more you make that unknown territory into known territory. And that's why it can take a few weeks to become comfortable at your new job, right? The stress lessens and lessens and lessens, and then eventually you're going to be laughing with your coworkers and you will be doing your job unconsciously, right? And that's exactly what happened when I started to meditate. I was so bad at it, I thought, I can't meditate. I can't even sit still. I remember it hurt my legs to sit cross-legged on the floor. It hurt. And I thought, how am I going to do this every day? And I was bad at it. A lot of negative thoughts popped in my mind. I couldn't concentrate on, on the, the space between thoughts. It was difficult. But you have to go through the growing pains. And a lot of people nowadays, they don't want to do that. Anytime they, they try something new, most people, they resort back to their old ways. And I used to avoid situations like the plague that required me to start from square one. I was afraid of failing. I was unaware that not only were these feelings natural, but they were necessary for that development. They are necessary. That pain of being the fool is the gateway toward the better you. It's the gateway. Many people who want to recover from anxiety and reach that pain part of change resort back to their old ways once they get there. But the question is, is the pain of staying where you currently are more painful than the pain of the recovery journey? And for me, it, yeah, the pain of staying where I currently was was more painful. I was tired of it. I was fed up. And it was painful when I admitted to myself that I was causing my own suffering. It was extremely painful. I used to blame all of my pain on other people. I used to blame it on the world, on my ex-girlfriend, God, my parents. But it was also liberating to admit to myself that I was causing my own suffering because I could become in control of the Brad I truly wanted to manifest. That's the thing. 
So pain is the unknown territory. The unknown activates your anxiety response. When you see progress, you then realize that you can, in fact, do it. You can accomplish something that you didn't know you could. And that was me at the symphony. I used to go to the symphony all the time, well, before COVID with Maggie. And when I was going through my recovery journey and getting as far as I did five months in, a year into my journey, and I would go to the symphony and I would experience high anxiety because I used to have a fear of enclosed spaces because when I would be in those enclosed spaces, I would have the fear of having a heart attack, fainting, being sick and not having a way out. You know, having a health issue and not being able to get out of a situation. And the symphony was an extreme enclosed space. It was quiet, crowded with people. And I remember the fifth time going to the symphony, my anxiety would come back. And I would be like, in my mind, oh man, my anxiety is not going away. When is this feeling ever going away? Why doesn't this ever go away? And it felt like I was failing because I've come so far, but when my anxiety would come back, I would feel like I, I failed. But I had to remind myself that I just have to keep on placing myself in situations that cause me anxiety so that I become braver, but not only braver, my amygdala will attach safety to the experience, right? Your amygdala has to keep adding context of safety to the experience until your anxiety lessens to a level one. But that is only the case when you keep on pushing yourself and placing yourself in those anxiety-producing situations. You have to show your amygdala that you won't die in those situations. So even though I thought I was failing, I actually wasn't failing. I just had to keep on placing myself in those situations that made me anxious over and over and over again. But not only that... I recognized the pleasure of overcoming those situations once I left the symphony, the reward I would get for, for staying there and facing the dragon of chaos. I conquered the situation. And that was building on my self-respect. I started to view myself differently. Oh, I can handle not only this situation, but all other situations like this one. And so going back to my old lifestyle wasn't an option. It wasn't an option when I was going through my anxiety recovery because I found a different way to live, that there was a way to live without all of this pain and anxiety. 
the way to being a fully functional, independent person is to break away from the habits that made up the old Brad and continue to practice the new habits that help add order to my life. So I found the benefits of those new habits I was doing after pushing through the pain of being the fool. Because there are growing pains in practicing new habits, even though they're positive, even though meditating was a positive habit of mine, it was painful to begin meditating. But once it became a routine and then I I felt the benefits of it, I was like, I want to continue meditating. I feel better. I feel more relaxed. I feel like I can have a space to myself and be in this realm of no thought and no emotion, just in a total nirvana state. So habits that reduce the chaos are important for you, but you have to go through the growing pains of the beginning stages of that new habit. And also failure can lead you down a bad path. And so I'll give you an example. One time I was working on a production when I was a camera trainee in the film industry. Um, And at the beginning of the production, and I was new to the camera union, Um, and I was going through my recovery at the time. The first day I was there, I was new. I didn't know much. I had had a lot of anxiety. I had a lot of stress. I didn't know the people there. Right, I was in a domain of uh, the unknown. And we were taking off camera carts from the trucks. And I took the cart that came off the truck and I pushed it all the way into the studio. And then the guy came up to me, one of the other crew members, and he said, what are you doing? And he was yelling at me. And we're supposed to put stuff on the cart. Why did you take the cart up here into the studio? And I looked at him and I said, sorry, I didn't know. And I felt terrible. I felt terrible. And looking back, I recognized my thought patterns because my thoughts would then lead me down a bad path. I would start off with, oh, what if they don't like me? Then I would go to, what if they fire me? What if this isn't the career for me and I don't get better at it? What would I do instead as a career? How will I live? What's the part, what's the point of life? So you can see how people can get to that, that point where they're like, what's the point of life? What's the point? That's how people get there. It's, it's an, it's an easy path to, to go down, especially when we encounter that failure. So 
I had to push through that pain. I made a mistake. But what really helped me with that job was proving to myself that I could do it, not to the other crew members on that show, but it was about me. Can I prove to myself that I can be good at this job, that I can be the best camera trainee I can be? I'm not, I'm not proving to them that I'm great. I want to prove to myself and I decided, you know what? I'm going to do everything I can today, tomorrow, and for the rest of the time I'm on the show to be the best trainee I can be. What can I do? Well, I can show up early every day. That's a huge part of it. Just show up early. Show up. As long as you show up, and you are conscious of what is going on and prepare, then I can be the best trainee I can be. Then I would meditate every morning before I would show up to work. I worked 16-hour days, and when I would show up in the parking lot an hour before I started, I would sit in my car and I would meditate and write in a journal. And so I was doing habits that was supporting the future Brad. I was doing habits that was strengthening my mind, but also helping me set an aim for where I wanted to go. And that's where I'm going to leave you on today's podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes. I would greatly appreciate it. Leave a comment. What did you think about this episode? Are there any topics that you want me to touch on for future Q&A episodes? Because they are coming. And lastly, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's powerful anxiety recovery program is available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. What are you waiting for? Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.